need love, I'm depressed, I'm a fool, I'm a mess But my first priority is never second best Hello and welcome to episode 54 of Freak in the Mom Jeans And it is just me, the freak, today Um, And let's see, we are one week out from my return to therapy which is very, very exciting. Um, and hopefully this will improve my mental health, which I will say quite honestly has been struggling, um, as I've mentioned in these past few episodes. So, uh, we're finally taking the steps to, um, help that. I know that therapy is not going to be, you know, the, the answer to that, the holy grail. Um, it's going to be that on top of actually taking my medication because I'm the fucking worst at taking medication. Um, as well as getting back into yoga, which I I feel like I always start and then I just fall off so easily. So got some things that I got to work on, um, but we are getting there. So um, hopefully, yeah, we've, we've got that to look forward to. In the meantime, I've literally just been, I think, using tattoo appointments and thrift shopping as an answer to my mental health, which has been a band-aid of, of sorts and has helped me, uh, get this far, but (laughs) surely I need professional help. Um, and unfortunately the $5 rack at my favorite vintage shop is not going to solve all my problems. Uh, anyway, so in the meantime, yeah, I, like I said, I've been kind of just like filling, filling the hole and, um, Yesterday was actually a pretty good day for me. I decided that I was just going to take myself on a date and I did that and I 10 out of 10 recommend doing that. If you haven't done that in a while, like fucking set aside a day, um, like you have to plan time for yourself. I think that's something I learned my senior year of college, but I've kind of let go of since I haven't had as much as, as much of a routine, um, but literally putting time on the calendar to be like, no, this is my day and I'm going to block off this time for myself. And, um, yeah, it's not something you can book over with like a meeting or phone calls or whatever it is. Just actually take the day. So I did that yesterday and I had a tattoo appointment. I went to a thrift store. I went to a vegan restaurant. Um, and then I went to a bookstore And I rounded it out by watching a sunset and reading my book, like, over at an overlook outside of town. And it was, yeah, it was absolutely beautiful and something I really needed to do. um, And something I need to continue to do um, to take care of myself. But, and I think yesterday was the kind of day where I just, I had a full tank of gas in my car. So I was like, I can go and I can do whatever the fuck I want and... I don't have to tell anyone where I'm going or what I'm doing, uh, and I can just do it. And I felt fully in control, which I think one of the things about my anxiety is that I feel so out of control. And so it was good to regain a sense of that. Um, yeah, so I did that. And also I just, I don't know, yesterday was nice because I didn't, even though I had alone time and I think whenever I have alone time, I'm like, oh, I need to journal and I need to think about all the things that I need to think through. Like, am I doing what I need to be doing for myself? Am I happy in my career and my love life? All this stuff. And, um, 
yesterday I decided I'm not going to think about all that. Instead, I'm just going to go and I'm going to do the things that make me happy. And, you know, I, I got all the time in the world to think through those things. And um, I think a lot of my anxiety lives in the future tense um, of things to come. So instead of living in that, I decided, you know, what, I'm just going to give my brain a break and not have to think about anything specifically and just go and do so I did that, um, but today is a new day, uh, so I have decided to think through some things. Uh, and so today, I think on the podcast, I want to talk through a couple of things which are really important to me and things that I have been actively thinking about for myself and working through and don't really have an answer to, but um, they don't necessarily need an answer. I'm just kind of living and um just um growing in myself in them so and those two things would be my sexuality and my gender and I think you know these are things that have always just been kind of whatever they are like I've just accepted what they are um growing up and I've talked about this you know I grew up in a pretty religious household where I grew up I came out as a girl so I experienced life as a girl and I was like yep I'm gonna date a man I'll marry a man I um you know just came out and it, and it was a mold set in place for me and I never questioned it because I you know I was content like I was fine um but I think that at least this has been the case for me and I'm interested uh, to know if this has been the case for other people. But now that we're in a pandemic and I was kind of forced to have a lot of time alone and I mean, I still saw, you know, I still see people, uh, there's still social media, but it feels like I've been a lot less influenced by um, the outside world. I've had time to just kind of think about what it is I want for myself. And because of that, it's made me question all the things that kind of just were put into place for me or the mold that was made for me. And, um, that's included my sexuality and also, you know, how I present myself to the world and also how I think about myself. And one of the main things I've started to think through for myself is, you know, how do I view my gender? And I think that there is a difference, you know, between gender and gender expression because I have started to present myself more masculine and really embrace the masculine side of myself. And then I think that in turn, you know, whenever you start to not necessarily change, but start to embrace things in yourself, uh, at least for myself, I just go like to the extreme. And so in my mind, as I started to dress more masculine and start to, um, you know, just embrace that energy that I have within myself, I started to think, I don't know, do I, how do I feel about, about being a woman? Like, do I even feel like that is how I identify? Do I find more comfort in, um, like identifying more, um, not necessarily as a man, but with that masculine energy. And so then I was like, well, I don't know. I I think there's been this whole push towards pronouns and how we refer to other people. And I think that that's been really beautiful and cool. And I love that 
we are able to, you know, refer to people how they would like to be referred to. But I think I've struggled in that because I'm not quite sure how I feel. Um, and so I've really been like, I don't know, how do I feel about being a woman? And how do I feel about presenting as that? Because even though I do embrace, you know, this masculine energy, I very much like, I look like a woman and people are always going to refer to me probably first off as she, her. And so I think for myself, I've started to kind of change that rhetoric within my mind to be more of they, them, or not even they, them, but just, I just am who I am. And I don't really want to have to feel like I fit any sort of mold because like I said, I grew up having to fulfill some sort of mold, whether that be pressure from parents, friends, just society in general. But now I'm just in this place where I just want to be able to just be who I am and not have to, yeah, live up to any sort of certain thing for someone other than for myself. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's why, like, for myself, I am going to accept she, they, he, whatever pronouns, whatever someone wants to give to me. Um, but within my own mind, I just know that I refer to myself as myself. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. I feel like it sounds like I'm really high, but I really am not. It's just, I think I'm still working through, um, how it is I view myself and the fact that I do feel this internal strife between wanting to be a woman because I think there's so many beautiful things about being a woman. It's such a unique experience growing up. Not unique. I mean, you know, obviously half the world is female, but it is such a specific experience growing up as a woman and it's a beautiful one and I wouldn't want to trade it for anything. Um, but then there is also just this part of me that really, um, loves feeling masculine. And so I think with internally, I've been fighting them, um, those two conflicting feelings, but what I really want to do moving forward is just embrace both. And, <laughs> if I'm being honest, I feel like this just stems back to me being like, I don't want to have to choose anything. Like I'm bisexual. I am gender non-conforming. I'm agnostic. Like these are all things that I just, I don't want to have to choose. I just want to be able to enjoy all the best parts of them. Um, and so that's what I've kind of been trying to do. And I feel like I'm, I'm getting there with those things. Uh, I will say, uh, more recently I did have have a conversation with my mom when I went back home the last time about my sexuality, which it's not that I feel like I had to tell her. Um, but you know, I've always been really, really open with my mom. Like I think when I started the podcast, like she opened, she listened to the first episode. I've kind of told her since then that <laughs> she probably shouldn't listen to them. Um, but I, I hate having to hide anything. And so I think, for a while, I was just kind of experimenting with my sexuality, and so I didn't feel like I needed to tell her because I hadn't figured anything out yet. Um, but as I started hanging out with uh, more women and, um, you you know, started realizing, like, oh, I could maybe in the future see myself in a relationship with a woman, I kind of figured out, okay, well, I haven't been one to hide anything, and I don't want to feel shameful um, by any means. Uh 
because I think for a long time I did push it down because I didn't want to have to deal with the feelings or have to deal with telling my family um, because I was unsure how they would react. And so I ended up going to a Mexican restaurant with my mom. It was our favorite, the favorite hometown Mexican restaurant. I guess I was in my safe space. And so I decided, you know, I'm just going to talk to her. I'm just going to tell her that I am dating both women and men. And I wasn't quite sure how she would respond. Um, And if I'm being honest, she probably responded in about the way that I thought she might. Like if I had to, um, if I had to guess. And it was kind of just like, you know, I'm... Her response was, I don't know what you want me to say. Um, Because like I said, she is um, pretty religious. So her first response is just like, okay, well... I think in her mind, I am not what she expected me to be. Um, and if I'm being honest, I'm not really what I expected me to be. I've kind of grown into this person that I am. And like I said, I've, I've had to really, um, you know, work to find myself because I don't think it was blatantly obvious to me at first. Um, and so I think, I think she just felt a little bit blindsided because this is something I hadn't really, um, talked with her about. And so one of the things she said to me was also, you know, I just don't really recognize you anymore. And I think that was a bit of a, um, exaggeration for her. I just think I, I truly, you know, like I'm not religious anymore. I am dating women. I think there are a lot of things that she just didn't really know about. And so, or hadn't made quite as clear as I made it in that conversation. So it was just a lot for her to take in. And, um, yeah, so like I said, it's not necessarily the reaction I wanted. Like, it's not that big, oh my god, I came out to my parents and they said, you know, I'll love you unconditionally. I know that she does, and I know that she will. Um, but I think it's one of those things that's just going to take time for her to accept. Um, and so... Yeah, I kind of have had to just let go of the fact that I'm not going to get that reaction right off. And that's been, if I'm honest, a little bit tough for me. And (laughs) um, I still haven't told my dad, and I don't know if I ever will unless I start to date someone. And I guess that's my biggest fear is, like, dating someone and feeling like my family won't accept them. Um, and yeah, which isn't even like, like that's not happening anytime soon, you know, and it shouldn't be, um, it's not my responsibility how they feel, but I just never would want anyone to feel uncomfortable. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of a fear in my mind, but that's a, um, thing for future times. But I am happy that that's out in the open and that I had that conversation. And I think that there's probably a lot more conversations to come. So we'll see what happens there. But as far as myself, like I feel really happy with where I'm at with my sexuality and my gender expression. And yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to see now that I am so open to it. I think I am allowing a lot more to come my way. Like I think my energy that I'm putting out is I am here and I am ready for whatever is to come. Speaking of which, I do have a 
date with a girl next week, actually. Um, <laughs> shocker, I re-downloaded my dating apps. I really tried. I tried so hard for at least, you know, a good week and a half. I think I made it two weeks, maybe. Um, I did wait until after my birthday to re-download them. But anyway, once I re-downloaded them, I ended up matching with this girl who I think I matched with a long time ago, but she must have like not been on dating apps for a while. And so we finally matched and I was like, well, she might not respond on here. And she had her Instagram in her bio. So I decided to reach out, um, via Instagram and, uh, yeah, I just was like, Hey, uh, I saw you on Tinder, but I also wanted to say, Hey, here. And she ended up responding. We had a, and I said, you know, hey, we should hang out sometime. You seem super cool. And she invited me on a date to an art museum. Um, so we're going to the Picasso exhibit next week, um, which honestly just sounds like a dream. And I'm super excited about it. So we'll see what happens. But uh, I think ultimately this episode is a shorter one. But it's one where I just want to continue to focus on acceptance um, and that is acceptance of myself and knowing that I'm still figuring out what it is I like and what I want and how I want to identify and how I want others to to view me or see me um, and, and what I put out to the world but also acceptance of you know other people and where they're at and meeting them where they are at and um, yeah, also just <laughs> honestly really fucking excited for this therapy appointment next week. So thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, yeah, I will talk to you in a couple of weeks. All right. Bye. And that's all, folks. <laughs> Ta-ta now.